thing on. Yeah, we rolling. We rolling. Yeah. What's good, everybody? How y'all doing? Uh, this is the captain speaking. Welcome to the Air Affairs Podcast. My name is Eric. Appreciate y'all for joining in. If this is your first time, I appreciate you. Uh, if it's second, third, fourth time, appreciate you. Um, if you're just being nosy, I appreciate you. <laughs> but uh, yeah, man, I appreciate y'all for uh, jumping in with me uh, and listening to my my podcast. I, I do appreciate the effort um, that y'all give me, the effort that it takes for y'all to actually just listen to my shit. Because when you listen to somebody that you know, it's kind of like whatever. Some people support the stuff that they they don't know more than they do know. So, uh, really do appreciate that. Y'all looking out. I appreciate the feedback from the ones that's been able to give me some feedback. Positive. Even if it's coming off negative. You know what I'm saying? It ain't negative, man. I'm learning. So, um, you only get better by doing shit. And, you know, I'm not the type. I'm not going to put my pride in there and fuck y'all niggas. Y'all don't like my... Yeah, I don't, I don't do that. Uh, I just appreciate the listen. So, um... I usually just do one pod, pretty much. I usually do one pod a week, um, but I figured I'm, if I'm gonna get better, I gotta put in a little. I gotta put in more work. Uh, you see a lot of these dudes. You see the top guys. They ain't they ain't sleeping in any profession or whatever they doing. Uh, I'm the type when I do something, I want to be the best at it. So uh, more effort is re- is required. Um, than just one podcast a week for me personally. Uh, so, yeah, man. Uh, last week we talked, uh, I talked a lot of music. I nerded out a little bit uh, when it came to the music scene. Um, but I love music just as much as I love sports. So, um, <clears throat> I hope y'all did go ahead and check out that dedication too by Wheezy, man. Um I jumped into it. Uh, I jumped into it the day before, um, so I'm gonna jump into it again today. Uh, I didn't get to. I didn't get to it again, but I'm gonna jump back into it. Um, I've been into a lot of music. I still been on this damn. I think I told y'all that in the last pod. I've, I've been on. I've been on damn for like two weeks now. Um, the song I've been. I've been into the most is Phil. Phil has been like the song that I just been like. I've been rolling with this joint um, for about two weeks now. Yesterday, I listened to it all day. Uh, it was my granny birthday. Shout out to my granny. Uh, we love and miss you. So it was my granny birthday. So I was kind of in my, uh, I was in my bag a little bit yesterday. It was a lot of shit I was playing. I was in my bag yesterday. Stay focused. Um, but uh yeah, man. Uh, I talked some music with some people this week after I dropped, I dropped the podcast. Uh, my nigga Mo, what up? Uh, he hit me up. We got to talking music for about a good hour. Uh, my nigga Curtis was good, man. We talked good. We talked good music for probably about a couple hours. Um, it was NFL Sunday. I watched a little bit of the games, not too many of them. Um, like I said, I didn't I didn't even know football was even back. Just the way this year has been, I didn't even know shit. Uh shout out to the shout out to the fall sport athletes in um in, in school. You know what I'm saying? Whether you're in and I know the college programs, they still rolling, but I know in Illinois, uh <clears throat> a lot of kids are missing out on football, man, and as a former football player, I know that sucks. I can I can't even imagine I can't even imagine missing my senior year, which is Funny, real enough, if I'm gonna be quite frank, I had to do a lot to be, because I wanted to be, uh, <laughs> I wanted to be a cool kid. I had to do a lot to be eligible in my senior year. I'll just put it that way. So you know, that, there was a fear of me. I was in my own control of losing it, and thankfully, I was able to control my own fate and be able to play. But uh, you know, these kids, they don't even get a, they didn't even get a chance. And for a lot of these kids, it's the way they stay out of trouble. So whether it's football or, uh, you know, cross country or, you know, girls volleyball, I think boys got volleyball too, uh, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, just any sport, anything that's able to keep you out of trouble, shout out to these parents. I see a lot of people going crazy with their kids. <laughs> I see a lot of people going crazy with their kids, man. This shit's hilarious. 
Uh, I don't know how the hell they expect these kids to sit down for X amount of time. Because um, these kids are so distracted, man. A lot of these kids, I mean, it sounds like a great idea because they're on a computer and you figure a lot of these kids grow up with tablets in their hand. But what I realized, even when I watch my kid with the tablet in her hand, she's never on the same video. Her attention span is, these phones fuck with our attention span. Because I know my attention span ain't what it used to be. I got the attention span of a net. Maybe that's why I'm all over the place when I talk sometimes. So, But I, 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 I'm hearing these stories, these horror stories of people and what they got to do for their kids to, you know, be able to get some type of learning experience, man. And, and you know, all jokes aside, it's tough because, you know, parents got to go to work. You know, that's, excuse me, they, their schedule is aligned with how, the, how, you know, their kids' schedule is. So, okay, I'm at work for this amount of time. They at school. So if I work, you know, I know, you know, where I work, it's a lot of people on the night shift, on my shift. And, you know, on the night shift, you know, a lot of those kids are at school while the parents sleep. And so now a lot of parents are getting jerked and, you know, you hear stories of kids already falling behind because it's just, it's a different, it's, it's different for everybody. And hopefully these teachers are showing a little bit of compassion for some of these kids because it's really hard, man. It's probably, it's kids that can't even sit still in the fucking classroom. What you think they're going to do in at home amongst their own things? Like, you know, so I don't know, but shout out to those kids that's pushing through um, with whatever they're going through. Um, just been paying attention to a lot of stuff, I guess. I've been immersed into a lot of things. One of the funniest conversations I had this weekend was, uh, <laughs> I ain't gonna go into too much into it, but it, it was just funny as hell to me. So we were talking about like, you know, uh, we were talking about these sites and the shit that they do. And we sitting there talking and I'm like, bro, like we started talking about some other shit. And I'm like, bro, this shit is just crazy. Like how these, like how just it controls shit. And, you know, bro brought up, uh, he brought up OnlyFans. So we started cracking up and shit. I'm like, <laughs> I'm like, man, I'm like, I like, I think it's, I, I ain't knocking the hustle. I'm definitely not going to knock your hustle. I'll be real. I was curious enough to be like, fuck it. Let me see what it's about. I just want to see what it was about. Because, like, they say it's other shit on there. Like, but you know what it's really for. Like, when you see a fans only on wherever fuck it is. I don't know. They're not paying me, so... But, um, yeah, man, like, we just cracking up. And I was just like, we st- and how it got started is we started talking about, uh, oh, man, we started talking about the fucking LimeWire era. Because we started talking, we in the music and we talking LimeWire and all this other shit. And um, I've been uh, talking uh, just on social media back and forth with some of my friends and people I know where we talking about LimeWire, man. And I was sitting there like, yo, LimeWire is crazy as hell. It's crazy. <laughs> hey, it's crazy, but like LimeWire had gave us it was a cuz it, it cuz the way we consume music is so much different. You know, I spoke about LimeWire last week when I talked about the Little Wayne uh, you know, getting the different versions of a milli. And uh, you know, everybody knows what LimeWire is for. Uh, my shit was loaded. I ain't gonna front. I was a little nasty little teenage nigga, so my shit was straight loaded, son. Like, <laughs> my shit was loaded. You find, you look on there. But anyway, so I'm looking at my life. Th- we talking about that, and I'm telling him, like, man, bro, my shit was lit. You know what I'm saying? You guys, my brother, my shit was lit. I know, I know, yeah, nigga, I know you was on there checking, trying to see what the fuck I downloaded, but. <laughs> Speaking of that, nigga, happy birthday. Happy birthday, nigga. But uh, my brother's birthday passed on uh, September 14th, so happy birthday, nigga. But, um. Yeah, man, so we started talking about that, and I told him, I was like, yeah, man, I was like, man, Jamar, I tell you, nigga, like, my shit was loaded, son, and we started talking about the OnlyFans, and I said, man, it's crazy, like, I just thought it was funny because the, um, I was scrolling through the timeline, and I seen a porn star had had an OnlyFans, and what made me curious, I guess the question came up because I see these chicks running around talking about how they fucking athletes and all that other shit, and they, like, Running around like publicizing some of which I ain't, I don't, I ain't gonna go into that because that ain't my business and that's just some weirdo shit. Um, it's like it's crazy how that shit started from books to now it's you know what I'm saying get your money, but you know what I'm saying I don't know. It just uh, yeah, but anyway, so we started talking about that. And I seen a porn star with an OnlyFans, 
And I'm like, <laughs> the fuck? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I'm sitting there like, man, what the fuck? And uh, so I'm like, and to y'all, it might not be something, but I'm like, I, I'm not going to shout this. I'm not going to say this porn star now. I'm just going to, this is going to be an anonymous porn star. But she was very popular back in the late, mid to late 2000s. Real ones know. The ones that's going to act crude, act like they don't know, y'all know what's going on. But anyway, she was one of the more uh, featured ones back in the heyday of LimeWire. So I'm looking and I was like, man, this motherfucker's really paying for this OnlyFans when I can literally go to Pornhub and see the same shit for free. And I was... (laughs) And I was like, man, like I said, it might not be... F-. I was just sitting there like, yo, what the fuck, man? Like, it's like, you gotta be... You gotta be... <laughs> you gotta be a sick <laughs> a sick dude. Like, you gotta be... You gotta be on some other shit to be like, yeah, I'm gonna pay for that. Like, the regular shit is whatever. You know what I'm saying? But it's just like... It's just funny as hell. But anyway, so that was like some of our conversation outside of music, and I just thought that shit was funny because I was like, I'm not paying for no fucking porn stars, OnlyFans. Sorry. Like, get your money, do your thing, but I'm not paying for that. Like, I don't know. So, yeah, man, um, I see the, uh, I seen, I was paying attention. Also, Kanye went crazy on his tweets. Now, this is the thing, though, man. Uh, I'm going to get into this a little bit before I... Um, I don't want to go too... Because I don't really got all the information. So, I'm just skim through what I know. You know, usually we think Kanye is fucking insane. Like, we really do. And I think Kanye... Kanye is really an intelligent person. I think he just comes off a way. Sometimes, see, I follow his tweets just because it's interesting to me because sometimes he really does say shit that actually does make quote-unquote sense. But you got to get past the attention-seeking tweets to get to the real deal. So he starts tweeting off, and usually when he starts tweeting off, I'm like, all right, here he goes. Like, especially if it's like multiple ones, I'm okay, Kanye's he's ranting again. So I'll see which one's the attention grabbers and then which is the ones that's um, you know, which is legit. You just gotta needle in the haystack type situation. Like you just gotta kinda surf through and just see what's going on. So anyway, I'm looking at it and I'm like, okay, you know. Kanye's tweeting again, and then I started seeing some of the shit he was tweeting, I'm like, oh, he's not, he's on some other shit today, like, dude, he's on some, like, real deal shit, so Kanye comes off as crazy, but a lot of his tweets had to do with ownership, his main point was ownership, he's been trying to get his masters back, anybody that listens to music heavily and understands just a little bit of how it works, owning your masters is, like, that's that's the that's the most important. That's bigger than any advance that can give you. That's bigger than any. Um, that's bigger than anything it can do. Like that, your masses. You own your masses is is key, man. Like it's key. Like owning your masses. Like just even if there's no other way to articulate, man. Just owning your shit. Like own your own shit. You know. Like you not in no middleman. Ain't none of that. None of that shit. You straight to the source. Boom. You getting paid. And that's where everybody is aspiring. And it's tough when they throw these, you know, they, they throw the money at, and I'm not speaking from a place of actually knowing, just paying attention. You know, they throw money at these people and they expect you to bite. And some people do because some people don't have a choice. And that's understandable. You got to feed your family. You got to do what you got to do. Um, and that's the position that sucks because... Some people are put in that position and, you know, that's all they can really do. They have to take the money. And I thought it was very interesting that he was saying that because it's like, it's been talked about throughout music. Nipsey Hussle was one of the main guys that's been running around. He was running around on your master. He's telling people, he's telling you his fucking music. I own my shit. So, you know, when you listen in the victory lap, 
especially when you're listening to it on title where they're paying their artists more. That you get paid more off a of title. That's why I listen to title. If I listen to your music, um, as far as my knowledge goes, they get paid. They get paid the most out of all the streamers. So, you know, when I listen to that, his family's getting paid. So it's very important for you because it, they be fucking us, man. It's like it's no way to sugarcoat. They be fucking people, man, and they expect us to take ten cents on the dollar for some shit that you know. And some of these people, they don't even believe in your talent like that, you know. So, um, you know, he's talking about owning property, buying land, and I was like, okay. And he was posting this contract. I ain't, I'm, I ain't read through that shit. I ain't gonna lie to you, but I just noticed that. I was like, you know, Kanye, he's, he's been saying for the last couple months, like, I'm fighting for y'all, I'm fighting for y'all. So I'm going to just keep watching what he's doing uh, and see if his mission is genuine. Um, Kanye, Kanye comes off a way, but like I said, he seems like a guy that, that like, some of this shit I, I truly don't agree with, but this time I was rolling with it, so I'm going to just leave it at that. Also, him pissing on the Grammy was the funniest shit to me because I think we all felt like that about the Grammys. I know I did. The Grammys don't mean nothing. Like, I guess it's a it's a it's a it's a status symbol in music, but you know they've been they've been picking the wrong albums for years. Um, we ain't got to talk about Good Kid, Mad City, um, and shit. I thought. I'm probably biased, but I thought Victory Lap was that album of the year. But I don't want to take away from nobody else's accomplishments, so these are just my opinions. But you know, congrats to them. But yeah, man, some of them, some of them just don't make too much sense. Those are just the two blaring ones, glaring ones for me. Um, but yeah, man, it comes down to ownership, man. And what Kanye show, what Kanye was saying, is what uh, other people were saying. Uh, Joe Budden. He's been running around saying that ownership. Uh, I listen to Jay-Z. Jay-Z's been talking ownership. Um, you can go back to Suge Knight, Jay Prince. Like, you can go back to all these dudes and they've been and, and these black entrepreneurs and they're saying, own your shit. People have been telling you to own your shit. Master P, the man turned down a million dollar deal. His brother probably, his brother was looking at him crazy as hell. Now look at P, man. P, yeah, his, you know what I'm saying? His resume speak. So, you know, um, I agree with him. And I was like, man, you know, it seemed like he was just tweeting a lot of shit. And it was people like, ah, oh, here goes Kanye again. I'm like, all right, well, let's see. Like, I'm becoming more patient and waiting and seeing. Because I like to wait and see. Um, so speaking of, like, ownership and, um, you know, shit like that. So... I do this every pod. I'm like, I'm not going to talk about the Knicks, but y'all know I love the Knicks, so fuck it. Y'all know what it is, man. Um, I was scrolling through, and I was checking out. um, I was just checking Twitter out, and I was checking my timeline, so I see fucking the all-rookie teams. I'm like, okay, cool. Like, I'm checking it out. I'm looking, and somebody's name was missing. I'm like, hold on. So I'm thinking it's like one of those, you know, somebody like a, a media person made it or it's just like a, a guess. And R.J. Barrett name wasn't on there. And I'm like, yo, what the fuck, man? And my first thought, um, even to this, I was going to come in here and I was going to give you all a bunch of stats and I'm not even that type of person. I'm not really that type. Stats, like, they're cool, but I know bums who have stats. I just, man, like, I, I'm just, when it comes to stats, I'm very um, leery. Because a lot of it's situational, all that type of stuff. I, some of the stuff, it just it is what it is. But, you know, men lie, women lie, numbers don't. But sometimes, man, them numbers need a little bit of context. Um, I was going to come in here and flood a bunch of numbers and all that other bullshit that y'all wouldn't care about that I don't even care about. So I'm not even finna do y'all like that. Man, on the real, man, my dog was robbed. Um, I don't see the only stat. This is the only, this is the only, 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 only fucking stat I'm going to give y'all. 
And for your, those that don't know sports, just listen to the names. If you don't know shit, either fast forward or, <laughs> yeah, man, I got you. The man was one of seven players to have at least 800 points, 250 rebounds, 100 assists, 50 threes, 50 plus made threes before the age of 20. Now, stat geek shit. Some people don't care about this. This is like ESPN. This is what they do. They just bring numbers. Everything is numbers based. Everything is numbers based. You know what I'm saying? So, the names Kobe, LeBron, Melo, Jason Tatum, Luka, KD. Now, how is a dude that's got, he's one of seven players to do this. But he don't make all rookie team. And maybe it's just because I'm a Knicks fan, but that's that's trash, bro. Like, for real, like, that's trash. And it's like, at first, I was like, okay, well, maybe... I tried to even talk myself into it, like, yeah, man, you know, maybe it was because... I'm sitting there like, hell no, I sat there and watched this dude all season. It wasn't him. The Knicks are the only organization that drafts a dude that we know he can't shoot. So he's surrounded by players that can't shoot. It's apparent that he plays better in space, but what do the Knicks do? We get players that don't spread the floor to create space. It's like, man. So, you know, I was hyped going into the season as I always am because I get sucked into that shit every fucking... Man, the Knicks could... <laughs> the Knicks could grab me out, out of peak and I'm... You know what I'm saying? I'd be hyped. And I'm hell not you no NBA player. But it's like, fam. Like... It, so, it's, so when we talk about ownership, man, the Knicks ain't going to be shit until this dude is gone. Now, he spends the bread. I've talked about it before. The man sprint, spends his bread, all that. But, man, come on, man. It, it's like, and the reason I'm bringing it up is because it's like the media, it's an all-rookie team, so it's like whatever. It's really... I just know as a, I know as a player how it feels to get snubbed out some shit, and that dude was snubbed, man. I'm not even saying I'm no biased shit, but if you can, if you've seen ten better rookies than R.J. Barrett, man, I'm so where under the circumstances that he was in, nobody would have flourished under that. Even to have them type of stats in the situation that he was in, it just tells me like these media dudes, man, they just make shit up. These awards don't mean shit because it's probably people screaming at this whole thing right now. Talking, man, fucking Giannis shouldn't have been MVP anyway. Or he shouldn't have been defensive player. Like, you know what I'm saying? And it's hard because there's so much going on. We can't sit there and watch every game. But these dudes are paid to, like, do this. And it's like, y'all snubbing. Like, come on, fam. And I, it's back to the accomplishments. I ain't trying to knock nobody's accomplishments. So it ain't no personal shit. It's just me being a Knicks fan. Maybe I'm a little too passionate. Oh, well. But it's bullshit. Like, it's It's bullshit. How does this dude top five in every category? He's top five in points, points per game, assists, rebounds per game, and steals per game. I know I wasn't going to nerd y'all out with the stats, but damn, the man top five in everything. And I'm like, damn, man, this dude, it's like every time, this is how it is with the Knicks, man. It's like, whenever they can get their chance to kind of, you know, Take a little dig here, take a little dig there, they do it. RJ was hooping after the All-Star break, man. Anybody that was watching and paying attention, watch his highlights. Anybody that's really... Watch his highlights after the All-Star break. Watch his confidence after that, that world, that USA versus world rookie sophomore game. Watch that. Well, it used to be the rookie sophomore game, but that's what they turned it into now. Watch that, watch that, watch that game. That dude was hooping. Obviously, it's a lot of easy buckets and shit like that, but he's playing amongst all these guys, and he was the I think he was the leading scorer, if I, if I remember correctly. He had like 30. Now you say, oh, these dudes ain't really... Yeah. No, nah, some of them take it serious, and a lot of it isn't. It's whatever, but it's like, damn. And then you watch him play after that up until the season broke. And it's like... It's, it... it, it, it it just comes down to a point where it's like, man, maybe I'm just a Knicks fan being personal, but it's like, damn, bro, can we get something? 
Like, can we get something? Anything. Like, something positive. It's like anytime, anytime it's, it's news about the Knicks, it's, it's fucking Katie shitting on us or it's some other media, somebody in the media or, you know what I'm saying? So, I bring all that up to bring up, really, I didn't really want to do this because I don't really want to use the man name or keep, because it's more of a, a, a homegrown connection, so I don't want to sound biased. So, I'm going to just be as objective as I possibly can. In, in this pro, in this part because it is a little bit biased since I can I can keep it a hundred. But behind that me being biased, it's a lot of truth in it. So I've been as y'all know I complain every week about Photoshop dudes and Nick's jerseys. It's the coolest shit to do. And um I'm, I see Fred photoshopped in the Knicks jersey. So we're going to start this from the beginning. I'm not going to tell too much of it um, out of respect. But I wanted the Knicks to draft Fred. We drafted Ron Baker. The reason I wanted to is because of a lot of the qualities that he had in college I seen. I don't I think everybody I think we didn't know how good he was gonna be. I'll be real, I didn't know. I would tell him to his face if he asked. I didn't know. I'm sure he doesn't give a shit either, because I wouldn't. I didn't know how good he was gonna be. I was rooting for him, of course, because it was cool as fuck to see somebody that you in the, from your from where you from in that position because we don't see that. So that's why I was rooting for him. Um, it was... It, so... I seen a lot of things in him despite all that that I was like, he gonna be straight. I... I should have been more vocal, but I, maybe, and this is, might be, shit, he might have surpassed at this point. I mean, it's hard to say that with the resume, but he just always seemed like a Derek Fisher guy to me. He seemed like a guy that was, and that's not limiting him, but what I mean is he was a guy that I knew was going to be a big shot taker. He was going to be the dude that, like, if he was on the right team that was going to let him develop properly, I thought he could be a Derek Fisher in that sense. And I think that's exactly what he was in Toronto. I'm saying it. I don't know. I'll just say this: in Toronto, in the for the finals, in the finals for Toronto, I should say. That's what he looked like to me. He was just hitting big shot after big shot, and I was like, I knew it. I was like, I fucking knew it. I knew it. I saw that in him. When I seen the dude at NIU fucking light up this white dude that started talking shit to him. I don't know his name, but. He started lighting up this dude or whatever, and the dude was talking crazy to him. I'm sitting there thinking, like, I had never, I, I watched him enough throughout high school to know him. Like, I don't know if this dude, this kid really know, like, what's about to go on. But, you know, he's just talking this shit. You know, he's getting at him. And I remember, and this might be subtle, but maybe I was paying too much attention. But, like, I remember he, I remember he smacks a three in his face. I'll never forget. He smacked a three in his face, and as he turns around, he passed dude on the back. That was baller shit to me. As an athlete, I know what that is. That I know what that is. Every athlete knows what that, a real athlete knows what that is. You know what that is. That's subtle, but you know what it is. And looking at it as an athlete, I was like, damn. So, when he went to college, and I guess we were all skeptical of college, he, he just, he's always been the underdog. You know what I'm saying? For the ones that don't know, he's always been the underdog. As much of an overdog as he is, he became an underdog. It may seem like he was an overdog to us because we knew how good he was. We seen him. You know what I'm saying? We seen him dominate city our city competition, like our area. He dominated. So we knew. But like when he got to college, it was like, damn, can he really do it on the next level? You know what I'm saying? I didn't watch him enough to know anything. So I'm just being an outsider. I had to be. And this is real shit. I didn't know. You root for him because he's doing what everybody else wants to do. You want to play Division One basketball when you pick up a sport. 
know what I'm saying? You want to play Division One football, you know what I'm saying? So, I, uh, so, I was, I was skeptical, yeah, in, in a sense of just like, man, like, is it, how good is he going to be? Was it because, you know, was he able to really, is he going to be able to showcase how good he can be? Because, you know, that happens too. And, you know, whether it's fair or not, that happens. And it's happened to, it's happened to us. At some point of our lives as an athlete, you've been in a situation where the system just didn't fit. And you, your talent wasn't able to get. So a lot of this, you know what I'm saying? A lot of this is, is making the right decision. He chose, the, he made the right decision going to school. And a lot of it just plays out how, you know what I'm saying, the higher power wants it, how, how it, you know, how, how it's been written. It's been written before we got here. But, you know, you got to make the decisions. And, you know, thankfully he, you know, for him, shit, fuck, fuck everybody else. But for him and his family, he made the right decision. So anyway, I wanted to draft him based on just that little subtle shit. I'm like, this dude is a fucking killer. That's some killer shit. That's killer shit. It sounds small to somebody that don't play, but you know, you know. Football, we got our cues. Basketball, in basketball terms, that's a cue. I'm busting your ass, man. Like, that's pretty much, that's that's what it is for those that don't know. I'm busting your ass. Um, football, it's a little bit different uh, for us. It might be a little bit more demonstrative. Some of us are quiet killers. Um, nice, like to be assassins. Um... So that's what that told me. And so when he started, I say all that to basically say when he comes up to college, I understood like where I understood once once he was able to showcase and shine, a lot of people were like, oh, he's a like, oh, he's a killer. Yeah, he's a killer. Like we saw that in high school. So, you know, get to NBA, like I said, he hit them big shots in the finals, man. And he was taking big shots. So anyway, so like I said, I thought he was going to be like one of those guys. What I noticed over the bubble is he became Toronto's pseudo leader just he became a he became more of a leader and shout out to his team for letting that natural transition happen too because that takes some that takes some real life shit to see somebody coming and you allow him to take that leadership role and I noticed he was becoming more outspoken with the media they were asking him more questions he was becoming a face and so I was thinking because I wanted to draft him. And what I saw in him, I said, man, this dude's a Nick. Like, if I wanted what we want our players, what we want from our players, he's a Nick. That's what we need. And I was like, damn. Obviously, as I paid attention to, you know, what was going on and I seen it, I realized very quickly, I was like, he ain't fucking coming. Look at these options that he's got. Why would you come play with us and you can go play with, you know, two or three other teams that are just in better situations where if you plug him in, they're they're legit. And, you know, I was like, fuck. And the only reason why I'm bringing this up is because, like I said, I seen the meme. I seen the meme of it or whatever. And... I got into a, a small debate with some of my fellow Nick fans. Shout out to them. And, you know, everybody's like, hell no, nah, hell no. Nah. And where everybody got caught up, or where it seemed like people were caught up in, for one, was the money, 22 mil. I'm not counting nobody's pockets. So I, I'm not going to put a cap on who's worth what. Because um, where I'm from, we don't see that many M's. <laughs> I'm going to keep it 100. We don't see that type of bread. That's big money. That's that's real money. You know what I'm saying? We That joke where, oh, you got it? No, you got it, bro. Like, you know what I'm saying? So we don't see that. So it's like for... It, oh, it, I'm I'm just in a conflicted space because you're seeing some... It's, it's like... I got, I'm trying not to be biased. I'm trying to be objective. But I'm also trying to be realistic in a sense. So I know I sound like I'm all over the fucking place. But... Real in a realistic term, I don't care about nobody's money. 
And I used to be one of those guys in sports guys like, man, I ain't we paying this. Like, I am one of them guys that's going to say, damn, we are paying fucking such and such X amount of dollars and this dude ain't doing shit. And even after I said it, I'm like, hey, but I don't really care how much he's making. I, I, I really don't because, man, you know what I'm saying? Them dudes, it goes back to ownership. You know what I'm saying? It goes back to ownership. These dudes ain't paying. It's These dudes ain't even getting what they're really worth. Can you really, if you really wanted to take a, a salary cap off, it's certain dudes that it's a big check. Some dudes ain't really worth. You can't pay LeBron enough. You can't pay Kobe enough. You can't pay Michael Jordan. You can't pay him enough. There's just certain dudes that you just can't pay enough money. You know what I'm saying? I, you just can't. So it was a lot of people were getting locked in on the 22, um, the 22 million, and I was like, man, fuck that! Like that ain't even got nothing to do with it. This is what we need. Like this is the type of player that we need. I say he's a big shot. He's a big shot taker, big shot maker. Everybody, you know, we laugh. I laughed at a couple of the memes. When, that I seen when they was uh when they went out against Boston and they was making fun of him and shit. I mean it was funny, and I was like, but it, you know we live in that microwave era, so it's like, what have you done for me lately? We live in the era, what have you done for me lately? So people forget the finals, but they gonna remember that, you know what I'm saying? Because Kawhi wasn't there, which that's a whole other thing. And I looked and I said, man. As I'm reading it, I wanted to go in, but I just felt like I, I couldn't, I couldn't, I typed so many responses, but I couldn't do it. Basically, long story less long, because I know I'm ranting, I know I'm going way off left here. The reason the Knicks should have been all in on this is because, first of all, he brings the leadership that we're looking for, quality leadership. Like I say, he's become the leader of Toronto. Subtly, he's become the leader. He might not be their best player. That's up for discussion. That's up for debate. But he's definitely their leader. He's been groomed to be their leader in any sense. And I don't even know if groom is the right word, but they've been putting him... He's been getting prepared for that position for a while. Their ownership and their... I mean, Usai Ujiri is one of the best in the business. So he's not stupid. He knows. He, that's a very, yeah, they're well run over there. And his leadership qualities are able to shine more now because they stayed good after they won the championship. A lot of people thought, well, they're not even going to make the playoffs. And once they started rolling, you know, it looked like they could make the finals again because it's the East. They, they work in the East. And I, uh, he's a, I looked at the other things he brings, like the Knicks. We don't have any leadership. We don't. We don't have a point guard. Like I can use all these intangibles and shit, but we don't have a point guard. Uh, we don't have a guy. He's a point guard that doesn't need the basketball. He can. He can move and hit. He can hit threes off the screen. He's gonna make the right play. It's like you know we're looking for high IQ basketball players. We sit there and we bitch and moan about how we don't have high IQ basketball players. Then we see one like that that comes along. And this isn't even just about him. This is about damn near any of the other ones that we did pass up on. But it's like we're looking for high IQ basketball players. Um, the pedigree is a dude's a fucking champ. I don't give a fuck. I don't give a fuck how you slice it. I don't care if it was dude's. A, that's the, he got a ring. The dude got a ring. We don't have that on our team. We don't have that. We don't have. We don't have that. We don't. We don't even sign them type of players. We don't get those dudes, man. Which is why I know this. Him even coming as far fetched. This is all hypothesis. This is just. This is just a scenario. But we don't get champions. So who the fuck are we to sit up here and act like we too good to sign somebody? We don't got champions in our locker room. Fam, we ain't won a championship since 73. We haven't made the finals since 99. We haven't made an Eastern Conference final since 2000. Who are we? Who are we? So anyway, 
you know, I was just, I, I was just reading it and I was just like, man, and, and, and this ain't even a shot at them. This is more just like, I, I, I'm sorry, I couldn't get it out in no text. But it's just like, you know, I'm like, man, this dude bring everything that we looking for in that position that we've been begging for. Any, anybody who's ever talked to me about the Knicks, the one thing I said that we were, we were, we fucked up at was we never gave Melo a point guard. We never gave Melo a point. We've been looking for a point guard since Stephon Marbury. No disrespect to Felton had a good, he had a good little solid year, couple month run. Jalen had those couple weeks, but we never really even seen how that was going to pan out. But we never had a point guard, is what I'm saying. We never had a point guard. We didn't get what we wanted in the draft. We didn't get anything last summer. I already spoke on that shit. You know, we didn't, our, 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 and the reason I said we didn't get anything in the draft, I don't know yet, but I'm going to keep watching Cole Anthony. I think that's going to end up, I think that's who we're going to end up ultimately grabbing unless we trade up for LaMelo, but I don't, I don't know. But the other rumor, and the reason I'm, I'm going so hard on this is because on the other end of the spectrum, I keep saying, well, a trade for CP3. And nah, I'm not going. And I, I think he would even agree. He's not. He's not Chris Paul. And I'm not saying. And I say that with all respect to both dudes. He's not Chris Paul. You know what I'm saying? He's still got. He's got work to do. And he's got. But he's got that championship. Regardless, he's got a championship. That's something that. It's just it's a different conversation. It's not as far as that experience. Chris did a hell of a job down in Oklahoma City, and I even got caught into the Kool Aid of, man, we get Chris Paul. As much as I would love to have Chris Paul, Chris Paul's at a point in his career where I want to see Chris Paul in a championship setting. I want to see him on the brink. The Knicks, we're not right there. We not. We're a team that's on the rise, and we looking for. I don't. I think we would be wasting Chris. I mean, shit. The way we ran, hell, we wasting anybody. Time. <laughs> we wasting anybody time. But Chris Paul time. I think Chris Paul's on the clock, and you know, it's about what he's looking for. But I think Chris should be looking for a chip. I mean, maybe that's not what he don't want to reach. I don't know. I'm not speaking for nobody, but I just think he should be looking for a chip at this point in his career because I think that's the only thing that's missing. That is the only thing that's missing from his resume that he can possibly get. You know what I'm saying? He's been an MVP candidate. He lost to Kobe, but it's Kobe. So, you know, he, he just, he needs a chip. And I think people will give him a lot more respect. And I think he should be looking elsewhere. Um, I mean, that's same Fred, too. I mean, he should be looking elsewhere, too, because he should be looking for the team that's going to keep him in at least playoff contention at worst. You know, with the Knicks, it's, it's a real better-on-yourself situation. You know, how you know how good is he really type thing. That's the question that's going to be asked. Is he really that? Is he really good enough to help us turn around? And who knows? But I looked at the money. If we're talking money, I don't even know what the max is that he's looking for. Like I said, I don't know shit. So I don't know if 22 is the most he, that he can be offered by um, a team other than Toronto because I know Toronto could offer him more. So I don't know if that's the max. But Chris Paul finna make $40 million, man. And people want to trade for Chris Paul with the money and the... And it's like, I get it, but it would be so Nixie to get Chris Paul and then he gets hurt. That's just Nixie. That's Nick shit. Chris Paul, we grab Chris Paul, boom, Chris Paul gets hurt. And I don't want to wish that, but it's like, you know, that's just, that's just what the fuck happens to us, man. We don't, we don't, we don't get, we don't get that. That Oklahoma City shit, that wouldn't happen to us. We just don't get that type of luck, man. And, you know, oh, and then, you know, I'm, all, you know, I'm even seeing in these comments when I just read and I'm looking at everybody that says the same, well, if the price is right or if he's, and I'm like, man, I'm not paying Chris Paul $40 million for some shit. If 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 he's not Chris Paul, well, damn it, 
what else do we got on our roster? How can we that can justify us being like, yo, we need to like we need to, we need to look elsewhere, man. Fuck that. That dude want if if he was willing to take twenty two million dollars, I'll take that dude who's younger instead of taking a dude that's making forty million. And then we're saying, well, the prices like you know what I'm saying. We can't move the goalposts on this shit. So I don't know, man. I'm just irritated by it because I'm just like, yo, man. It ain't even gonna happen. <laughs> so we arguing this time. We go after. I said, here they go again. I said, here these fuckers go again. They got me again. I said, here go these. The media got my ass again, fam. I said, God. I said, they got me again. They got me again. They got me sitting up here arguing about this shit. I'm like, there's no way. It doesn't even make sense for this man to go there. It doesn't make sense for anybody to come right now unless it is for the bread. We don't. We don't got no fucking credibility. Don't nobody want to play for Dolan, man. It goes back to the rookie of the year, the the rook all rookie team shit. They do anything they can to discredit the Knicks because they want this dude to sell. Because nobody wants to go there. Nobody. They're gonna feed us Giannis all until next summer, and then when Giannis is not in the Knicks jersey, what's gonna happen? They doing it right now. Oh, the Knicks need to sign Fred. Man, I was on that fucking train years ago. I was on that fucking train. Nah, it's a media thing. Y'all need to, I, I want my, uh, I want reimbursement, man. I want my reparations on that one, because I called that one. But anyway, uh, yeah, man, it's just, it's just, it, I'm just, I just don't understand how we complain so much about basketball IQ. And needing a fucking point guard. And the media is going to tell us we should pay the dude 41 for what he, he did in Oklahoma City, which is great. But Chris Paul needs to be playing for a contender at this point in his career. This was 10 years ago, like it was supposed to happen. You know, when we got Melo and Amari, you know, we'd probably be in a different position right now. But we do need credibility. But I think as much as the credibility is needed, the reason why I'm so heavy on this because it's like it's everything that we need. It's just bad timing, man. And that's what sucks about this shit. Like, I, I know I'm ranting and raving and I know I'm doing a lot of uh, biased talk and all that other bullshit. But, like, this really just comes down to ownership and the fact that, like, we... This is... It, it's not even just because it's him. This could He could be fucking Joe Schmo from... LA County or some shit like he could just be anybody but it's like when you see a, the perfect player for what you're looking for as far even the coaching system like he's one of the best defenders at his position in the league fam he was top five and still he's gonna play for Tom Thibodeau we know what Thibodeau does we know what type of we know what system Tibbs runs you feel me so it's like it's like it's finally perfect timing and it's like you know, I say all, all that ranting and raving I did, and I'm just sitting there like, man, we ain't even finna fucking get this dude anyway. He know what it is. He ain't stupid. He see what's going on, because if ain't nobody else going there, why the fuck would he go there? Starts with ownership, man. But the reason I'm so hard, like I said, going so hard on this, is because it's the perfect player, just the wrong timing. And it's like, I'm so sick and tired of, like, this happening. I, like, I swear to God, the Knicks have an all-decade team of free agents. If, if you look at the 2010s, we have the all-decade team of free agents. We would have an all-time, all-decade team, fam. It's just, you know what I'm saying? So, just like, it's just shit like this. I'm just more disappointed because I'm like, man, fuck. We finally, like, this is a dude we need... Because really, my whole real, the whole reason I'm all in, in on this shit is because I wanted to sign him and I wanted to fucking throw the bag at Brandon Ingram. Now, take it from me what you will, but that's what I wanted. That was my dream scenario over the summer before COVID happened. I said, man, we this is who the fuck we need to grab. But we gotta understand, man. The one thing I did, the, the one thing about Kevin Durant comments that I did, I did take away from it that I understood is. He said, I wanted to live in Brooklyn. And they've been saying this, but I wanted to live in Brooklyn. A lot of these dudes, when they come to New York, they want to live in New York. The Knicks, we got to change that. And that's and that that, that just shows right there we're not paying attention. Because when Brooklyn came, that should have been the first fucking thing we did was move our practice facility to the city. We should have been trying to do that. 
I don't even know why it's been like that. Any, I don't even know why it's like that anyway, personally. I don't know why we never had that forward of thinking. But the Lakers, you know what I'm saying? Like, people come to New York City to live in New York City. The, 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 the Brooklyn gets an advantage of that. Yeah, man, you can come live in a... You live in, in Brooklyn. Like, you're in Brooklyn. you in the city. You live in New York City. You live in New York City. You know what I'm saying? So... The Knicks got to change that. We got to change the narrative. And that's that's why I was looking for him to be one of the guys we signed because I felt like he was a guy, all in all, man, I felt like he was a guy that could change change the room, give us a little bit of respect. The Knicks ain't got no credibility. Motherfuckers ain't looking at the Knicks. You know what I'm saying? It's just frustrating. It's, it's, it's super frustrating. We, got, we play in arguably the best arena, whether it's overrated or not. Cats know what it is when, when, when the Knicks are at least halfway decent, how, the, how that stadium sounds, how the garden sounds. And, we, and that's what we're looking for. And we talk about we want these ride-or-die cats, we want these tough guys, and it's like, man, then you ain't paying attention to this dude because he's built, built for that shit. He don't take nobody's shit. He's always scuffling with somebody when, it, when, when time seemed necessary. The Marcus Smart shit, I say, I thought that shit was hilarious. I said, these are the type of dudes we need. But the Knicks, our problem is we go for the wrong shit. We chase the wrong shit. We chase the, we chase the star. We chase the glitz and the glamour, man. And that ain't no disrespect to Chris Paul, but that's not what's what we need, but just not what we need. And maybe it's what we need as monks, the NBA, and I'm just talking as a fan, but I'm just, I just know how that's going to go. And it's bringing unnecessary attention. The Knicks sign fucking... Him for whatever they want to sign him for, it's, it comes with less pressure. Like I said, we working in the dark. I want Cassis working in the dark as a fan. That's what I want. I want Brooklyn to have that spot. They can have that shit, man. I keep telling y'all every fucking week, excuse me, when I slip this in. And I know I'm going for a Knicks fan, but it's like, man, this is what I've been saying. Like, we need to be in the cut. Like, we need to be in the cut. I'm tired of being on stage. We need to be behind the curtain. Let Brooklyn have that shit, bro. Let them have that that big brother, wherever the fuck. Heavy is the head that wears the crown, man. That's all I'm going to keep saying. That's all I'm going to keep saying. They better deliver. But we don't got no expectations. It's perfect. But, you know, we just ran like shit. And hopefully this new regime gets it right. And, you know, hopefully next time we get into a position like this, not even just for, you know, not anybody where it's another guy that's like the perfect fit. The perfect fit. Like Brandon Ingram. I like Brandon Ingram a lot. I liked him in LA. I just thought he was I thought he was in over his head on L, in LA. And he might be a better fit in New Orleans, you know, so he might not leave. But that was a dude I was like, man, I would like to see him in the Knicks jersey. Think that dude is that good. Think he got the he's a quiet super he's a quiet star. He's a quiet guy. He don't you don't hear too much from him, but he's quiet. I like that. Work in the dark. That's what the Knicks need to be doing. Thibodeau working in the dark. Thibodeau's one of those guys working in the dark. We all grind. The Knicks need an identity. And that's the whole point of why I want who I want. Because the Knicks, we need a fucking identity. We have no identity. We're a joke. We're a meme. That's what our identity is. You think of the Knicks. It's like the Jordan crying face. There's kids that don't even know who the hell Michael Jordan is, but they know what the Jordan crying face is. They don't even know how good... Some kids don't even know that dude is like that dude. You know what I'm saying? Like the, to the casual, they like... Jordan, you showed the, the first thing you. I think if you Google Jordan, that's one of the first things that comes up is the Google is the crying face. So we have no, we have no uh, respect amongst the league, and we just got to get guys that got respect and got heart like that, and they play like that. And, then, and unfortunately, I don't think it's going to be him. But we need to be in position for the next guy that's got that same type of mentality, and uh, bring it. And hopefully we can, hopefully we can just stop throwing money at these dudes, and thinking and, and stop thinking that the money is gonna buy them. Because of, this is a players' league and the players are in control, and that's all Kanye was trying to tell y'all, and that's really all I'm telling y'all right now is you know players are control. That money don't mean shit. Them dudes want to be happy. They want to be playing for an uh, organization where they comfortable in the city that they comfortable in. 
that glitz and that glamour, that New York City lifestyle, that shit don't mean nothing to nobody no more. It's New Yorkers are getting the fuck up out of there. So what you think an outsider going, you know what I'm saying, do? Um, to that, uh, I just want to wrap this up too. Um, like I said, we uh, um, we had the NFL on and I had posted uh, James Robinson and I had said, a comment, and basically when I posted it, I said, you know, one day somebody from the crib ain't going to play for a division rival. And one of my friends came on there and quickly reminded me about Dean Lowry. And I kind of, I actually felt bad um, that I didn't, that it was subtle, but in my mind, I was like, damn, we really don't talk about this dude, bro. And, you know, obviously, those that know, know, but I just feel like, I do agree because my homie said, you know, my friend Jake said, he said, yo, like, um, you know, we don't think of it because he doesn't play the sexy position. You know, James gets the ball or, you know, Fred, we see in basketball, you can see their faces. And, you know, Dean doesn't play the sexiest position. And a lot of it's too because we're divided. I feel like Rockford's divided. I say it. We're divided. Um, I don't have to expound on that. Um, but Rockford's divided. And... I actually felt bad because I was like, damn, I literally was in a position where I was able to actually tell him while he was in a full uniform, hey, bro, good looking for putting on for the A15. And I remember I, it may have not meant shit to him. It seemed like it did, but, you know, somebody recognized him. And uh, he was a class, young, I want to say he was in the class younger than me, I want to say. He might have been a sophomore when I was a senior. So I remember him because he played with one of my, one of my homies. They played on a few of my homies actually played on the same team as them, um, but I was like, damn, like this dude plays for the Packers and we don't even say shit, and so I felt bad. Uh, so I just wanted to, to kind of remind myself, man, like, um, you know, it's a lot of people, and so I might be missing some people that's really doing. It's, it's so hard, but you know, Rockford is starting to boom now. We starting to get people out, and so that made me think, man. So you know. Shout out to everybody that's playing. You know, Dean was playing on Sunday. James is playing. Uh, Fred, unfortunately, they got bumped out. Um, I feel like I'm missing somebody else. And if I am missing another top athlete that made it, man, I apologize. But um, I thought it was just crazy to really step back and think, like, damn, you know, we talk about all this negative shit in Rockford, but we got three people playing professional sports all in the same time span. And um, I, th- I just thought that was dope. Just to see, just from where we were 10, 20 years ago to now. It's slow progress, but it's show, it show progress, though. Um, so, the whole thing, man, is ownership. You know, what I'm learning in doing these podcasts and what I'm trying to accomplish, uh, that's a big thing. And so make sure you taking care of your business to know you in full control what you want to do with yourself and whatever you're trying to do. That's what I'm learning as well. So um, I want to thank y'all for jumping in with me. Uh, I'm going to check out some of these games, see what's going on. I just wanted, I just felt like making one today. I was just in the mood for it. Uh, so again, man, I told you at the top of the pod, man, I appreciate y'all checking out my shit. <laughs> I appreciate y'all checking me out, man. Um, I don't know what else to say, man. It just it's cool. It's it's been real cool to see people give me feedback, man. I really I really appreciate that on some real shit. All jokes aside, uh, one of these days I think I'm gonna start having some guests coming through. Um, maybe talk to some people so y'all don't have to hear me fucking ramble on for. <laughs> so y'all have to hear me ramble on for however long so uh yeah man so I, I know last week i gave y'all a album of the week and i think since i'm gonna end up making another one i'm just gonna give y'all um song of the week song of the day and what i've been listening to um, I've been listening to a lot of songs, but you know what? I'm gonna go. 
We're talking about ownership, and that was the theme of this podcast. So, we're going to go with Can't Knock the Hustle. It's one of my favorite Jay-Z songs. Care if you like it or not. If you don't like it, that's your loss. Uh, we're going to go Can't Knock the Hustle, man. We're going to go with ownership and leading into that. You ever check out 22 as They talk about it the most. He, it's a little segment. It's a little sneak peek. But really, you know, ownership. And make sure you're doing what you want to do and make sure you and your own control your own destiny. And the people that I've spoken on today, they can, they're trying, either are in control or have tried to control or are in progress of controlling their destiny and what they're doing. So that's, that's the lesson. That's all it is that I've gotten from all this over this last couple of days since I spoke to y'all last. So uh, again, man, I know I'm rambling, but I appreciate y'all checking me out. Uh, I'm going to be back with y'all shortly. I'm going to go check out these games. I'm going to see what's going on. And I'll get back with y'all, man. One.